What's up, Digital World? Win rate 0% back for a Digimon podcast on the Scots TCG channel. I am Cobb and I am joined by Bryce. Hello. And the ever-intelligent, ever-cunning Adam. Bonjour. We are here today. The main topic we have got on the docket tonight is speaking about the reprint methodology that Bandai used to create new cards or reprint old cards in the Digimon TCG. And um, we've had some interesting comments on the last podcast as well we're going to talk about here. So it should be an interesting discussion to say the least. Um, there's a lot to talk about here. Despite not a lot going on in the game at the minute, um, we spoke about it a little bit in the last one, but there's a wee bit of burnout going on here. Uh, Worlds coming up next month and uh, we know BT11 is 100% confirmed illegal for that. Uh, so a lot of people are kind of shying away from EX3, but I'm still having fun with it. What about you guys? Feeling the burnout a bit, but probably still going to keep going for it. Yeah, it's um, hard to keep going when you're just doing the same thing over and over again. I mean, <laughs> myself, I even came off of D-Brigade for the first time. And, uh, oh. I mean, unless you count the one-off Justin deck I played in EX2 out of desperation, uh, this is the first time I've came off a D-Brigade since it has been released. Uh, I actually played Machine Drummon at uh, Tokyo Toys last week. The goated deck, man, it was very fun. How are you finding um, it? Have you... Oh, it's very fun, man, and when it does its thing, it's amazing. Uh, there's nothing it's so satisfying just to drop a giant guy, blitz, swing into one of their Digimon. I actually created this god stack against Metal Garurumon. The uh, Metal Garurumon haters will rejoice that I tooled it last week. Um, I made this giant god stack where he had the 12k level 6 normal Metal Garurumon out. Um, and he didn't quite have the memory to evolve and bounce my guys and unsuspend and all that shenanigans. So I made a machine drum on. Um, and it had like two checks, Pearson, a Metal Mammy Mon, and Reboot underneath it. And uh, oh no, it was the, the Metal Greymon that lets you swing into unsuspended Digimon. So I swung into his Metal Greymon. It was boosted by a, a, a Mega Drumon that gives 2k. Um, I pierced him for two checks and a Metal Mammy Mon to blow up his Gururumon that he had as backup in case I deleted the Metal Greymon. Oh. Uh, Metal Gururumon. So I got a massive dopamine rush, got the 2-0 in, that felt awesome. Um, but have you guys been playing much recently? I don't think I've seen you a whole lot at Locals. Yeah, nope, not, not particularly. Although there uh, is a, a reason for it, is that I was working on becoming a One Piece judge. Um, so I was doing a lot of testing and stuff so I could get my head around the rules. Because, oh boy, if, if you guys don't know um, by now, the official judge program is out for Bandai. Uh, they've launched the Discord. You can find it on any of the card games that they run's websites. And it's covering Dragon Ball, um, Digimon, One Piece and Battle Spirit Saga when that launches uh, next month. And it will probably cover uh, fucking Union arena or whatever the hell it's called when that launches in may slash june slash summer sometime so i've been doing a lot of uh, work on like judge stuff um but i'll be coming to locals pretty soon because obviously we've got finals coming up and i need to prep for knowing all of the bt11 rulings and stuff like that the god judge has logged on 
Um, a lot of people seem like they're kind of in the One Piece hole at the minute. I know a lot of people have been talking about, oh, Digimon is dying, but uh, it's just a slight lull because of the One Piece hype and Crimbo um, and the burnout that Bryce and I and Adam are all feeling at the minute because of the EX3 spacing <coughs> out. Um, but, you know, it's still fun and it's a little time you can take to try some fun stuff out. Um, locals tends to be where people sweat a lot, but I think because people are transitioning to testing BT11 and you can only really do that online unless you've got proxies. Um, so certain people are just kind of having a bit of fun with it at the minute, which is good to see. Um, there are also people just trying to hard force Melga again at locals though, and take the dub, take right. advantage of the people <laughs> such as myself playing the meme deck machine Devon. Do you really think locals are that sweaty for us? I feel like maybe Fridays, but not Wednesday. It's a toss-up. Yeah, it does depend on the night and who shows up, you know. But, um, I mean, last week, man, TT got over 15 people, I want to say. Pretty um, good, especially for January. Yeah, exactly, man. It was it was really good. Uh, it was quite funny as well, because the goat Kevin, when I went in at, like, quarter to six, was like, oh, mate, I don't know if you want to pay in because nobody showed up yet. I was like, oh, crap. Um, you know, a couple yeah, of my friends I showed up. I mean, it was really busy, actually. It's sad you missed it. Um, we even went, we were going to go to a fourth round, but uh, it was something like a third of people, myself included, wanted to do a fourth round and everybody else could be asked, so we ended up not doing it. Um, so that was a bit sad, but it was it was a good night, really good. Um, quite a few, I think there's like three people who showed up who were new as well. Some guy who was playing Mervamon, or Minervamon, Minerva oh. and... Um, well, you say, oh man, but um, that was like, he got, I think he got top three, definitely top five with it, and uh, he did really well, it was his first time showing up to locals in Minerva Mon, despite being predicted to be really good, has kind of done a lot of hee-haw since its release. I, I don't, don't get me wrong, like, uh, uh, whoever played it, well done to them, but I fucking hate Minerva Mon, Lilith Loop, anything that ensures you have five minute turns uh whilst your opponent can't do anything i don't think should be allowed in the game um i don't know coming from a hydromon player hey hydromon is super easy to work around man just death x me so true man just Just run this just draw into this potential four of realistically two of in your deck easy Yeah, yeah yeah simple 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 so I was thinking as well, um, you said Death X, and it's honestly crazy how much you can farm this card for conversation in Digimon. Um, but I was thinking this, and I actually heard right my avatar say this recently. He said, oh, if you play Death X in BT11, you're going to be inting some games because it's not going to be very good against the most of the meta, um, which I actually agreed with. And as someone who might be playing Gigimon, um, the deck that goes wide with tamers and wide with boards, I'm very happy to see it. It's, I think it's because like Melga's probably not really going to fall off very hard, and then Black War is a very similar style of deck. So both of those yeah. decks don't give a crap about Death X. Exactly, man. Like we're still in big stack meta, and honestly, I feel like if Hydrusi wasn't pushing the numbers that it is right now. Um, people wouldn't even be running Death X because what, what does it hit? It doesn't really do anything against Setcon. 
Um, D Brigade's a rogue deck, apparently. Like, Wargrave X, big stack deck. Melga, big stack deck. Uh, it's just the top decks of the meta doesn't really do anything against, and you're really going to take that one in five chance you're facing a, a Hydramon uh, to play it. The answer for me, yes. But um, next set especially, the way the meta is shifting and um, with, you know, Wargrave being huge, Machine Demon being okay, oh, what's it called, Mastermon being pretty good, people trying to I mean, play uh, all force as well. I just don't think it does anything against these decks. What, are we talking BT11 or just like the old stuff? Yeah. BT11, man, like what do you think about DeathX and BT11? You think it's going to um, be, it's going to fall off in any play? Do you think people are going to be playing it in certain decks I, others? I think it's one of those cards people are always just going to splash a one-off of it. Like, if you've got the space, why not? It's super good in pretty much any matchup that has tamers, and there's been a bigger push towards tamers with the newer sets. If you've, they 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 tend to do a lot more. Um, we've got our first like secret rare tamer, five cost tamer coming out. Something I remember talking about way back when. I think set four or five or something. It was like, you think you're they'll ever print? A five cost tamer because a lot of the cards said play a tamer that costs four or less and we were like well yeah. they must be planning on bringing something out and obviously we have had it revealed in bt11 is it bt bt11 uh, that yeah. mirai yeah. is coming out she's a five cost uh yellow purple does a whole bunch of stuff pretty good card and rena uh, no but she's a three cost but um she's a secret mirai's an sr you're right though, there is definitely a focus on tamers. And I said this before as well. Someone in like our group chat just made a throwaway comment like, um, what what are your predictions for the future of like the Digimon meta and the way the game's gonna change? And I said, Tamers are gonna be power crept to the point where tamers are either broken and you they have to be broken to be hard playable, or you have to find a way to cheat them out, right? Yeah, and we've seen this a lot now. Um, you know, the green cards, they're printing Panjayamon, which just a free cost lets you hard play a tamer from hand. Mamimon lets you take a top five for a tamer, play it. Uh, Gigimon lets you play a tamer for the top three. Tyranomon lets you play a three cost tamer for free. Um, even if you look in the future sets, Shite, when the, you go into... One part of the Shine Greymon line lets you revive a Marcus from your trash, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Put yeah, it in stack, loads, it in stack <clears throat> and then it gets played through stack, obviously. So yeah, yeah. There's like quite a few effects where this is the case. Like um, the it... war new war gray line does it as well in BT12 or is it 13? I can't friggin' remember, man. But um, um, like you have to. There, I I fully support Bandai making that you have to be able to cheat a tamer out some way because you don't have time to play them. Um, with so much more availability in the card pool decks are starting they're not starting to decks have been consistent for a while obviously but now they're starting to get so many different varieties and options and stuff is that if you don't have a way of getting a tamer out and you're playing them for four memory that's what two potentially even three evolutions for your opponent on their yeah. turn puts them so far ahead and hell they might even just delete your tamer at the end of that four memory with all of the effects and stuff so there's got to be ways to cheat things out especially like it's not a good deck and it's not even been played at all but the trial of the four great uh, great dragons deck that lets you play out the the option card 
super super handy because when are you going to find the time to give your opponent eight memory etc yeah this is it man like i've even i've been banging this drum for a while but as someone who plays a lot of black um your memory setter in that then the main one because nobody plays black tie that gives you a k on your opponent's turn and um, being izzy you know it's just a card that you play for three hopefully and when you do so i feel like it's such a tempo loss Um, a lot of the decks that want to be playing izzy don't want to be spending three memory to do nothing and it also feels like there's there's two ways the game goes right either you get choked to one every turn yeah or you're probably going to get two or three regardless right and all that happens when you play a memory fixer is it just shuts down the option to be put to one almost always it feels like your opponent has a way to set you to three or two anyway and if you think about it this way let's say on average you're getting set to two every turn that tamer you've basically spent let's use izzy as the optimal example here you've spent three memory to basically gain one memory every turn um so it's going to cost you three turns before you get that back why would you do that when you can just play a memory boost that searches you a specific card um, and for, for one memory it's basically search for top four digit top four cards for a digimon um and then it also banks you two memory which is more immediately impactful than that one memory as well yeah um it is obviously like more impactful for certain decks though because i found myself with like the tankmon and d brigade now having a swing turn but you need that three memory you know it can be pretty vital to be set to that every turn it just keeps a lot of plays online but um it does just feel so bad to spend four memory to you know if you're playing davis draw a card um or set up a hero down the line for a two an extra 2k on a turn or two um it's not great and the other thing is how many tamers that are three cost or lower get played these days uh, you've got Mimi and Kari for stupid security control. You got Coolboy, yeah. who's just Our, being Coolboy. We don't count Coolboy, he's too cool. Analog he's Boy too cool in for some decks. Too broken. I feel like Analog Boy uh, is ass. What? Analog Boy is like, Analog Boy is like specifically useful for purple. Mail. Analog, Boy is, Analog Boy is like specifically useful <clears throat> for the trash effect. And for the search, like I feel like he kind of betrays the tamer stuff because he um, really, when you play him, to be honest, you're not even using him for the value he generates when you suspend him. But it's mainly like I don't know. I feel like if you're not using him to suspend, you're not using him. I don't feel like you play him without it. I've not seen a deck play him as just a hard searcher. I've seen people play them as a deck. Um, like for or play them in decks specifically for the secondary effect and just to trash, but as just a hard searcher, not really. Yeah, cool I boy. mean certain decks can really take advantage. Yeah. Cool boy is the main exception because that card is just insane. Um, what they were smoking when they made it too memory, I do not know. See, I I, I think it's fine being too memory. I just think its effect oh. is extremely powerful. I think he does so too much for two memory, man. Like, like you can't you... even. Oh well, no, because Analog Boy does two things for two memory. Just say like some of the other two cost tamers only have one effect. 
Yeah, the, a lot of the old ones only have one effect. Like, you look at Green Izzy when you suspend a Digimon and gain one memory, and that's okay, to be honest. It's not even horrible. Black Tie, when your Digimon's suspended on your opponent's turn, i.e. Blocker, you can suspend him to unsuspend your Digimon. You know, things like that. It used to be little niche effects that um, were not too big an investment and kind of paid up over time. Um, also, I mean, the classic black tamer, Joe Kido. You all know him, right? Oh, God, I haven't, oh, that, I haven't used that since, like, set four. You used I, Joe Kido? Yeah, in a really old cranium on list. I think it was actually a set three cranium on list, but... Man, oh, I oh, think that card market is so ass. Like, Adam, do you even know what Joe Kido does off the top of your head? I haven't even a clue who the guy is, mate. <laughs> what? Joe Kido, the tamer of Gomamon? Oh, that guy? Oh, the guy that's in a complete dick throughout every show that he's in? Yeah, warrior, I'd say, but sure. But Gomamon, I, I want to be a doctor. That's okay, Joe. I'm here for you. And then Joe does some really horrible thing to Gomamon. Gomamon forgives him. Rinse and repeat. Yeah, it's a bit tragic. Um, <clears throat> but what is even more tragic is that in the Digimon card game, his effect reads, start of your turn, gain a memory if you have a blocker. Great. And, uh, has he been printed like on out, anything else? Uh, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, is your he favourite Oh, as he and Joe, that's correct, that is correct. Sora and Joe as well, yeah, Bryce, you're right. But there are no dedicated Joe Kido cards that are good. Um, that one is... Oh no, there's also the blue one that's also a two-drop, but I actually oh, yeah. can't even remember it's what a three drop. is. Is it? When one of your opponent's Digivolutions is trashed, you may suspend this for to gain a memory, and it's a three-cost. Great. Absolute garbage. The other thing is about the black Jokido, right? That makes it even worse. It's start of your turn, not start of your main phase. So, you know, you can't raise a Digimon yeah, that you've been in, in, raising in gear, I mean, right? in Bandai's defense, this was long before they thought of, oh, we could do things at the start of their main phase. Yeah. yeah we can make cards good. Like, do you think <laughs> if you printed Jokido today and it said start of your main phase, do you think you would be broken? No. <laughs> it but bro, you can raise your Gardramon and then gain the memory back. Yeah. Oh, bro, you can raise your blocker Agumon and gain the memory. Exactly, man, it's cracked. Um, but yeah, anyway, we went on a complete tangent here talking about Buddy Joe Kido, um, my old passion project from BT3. Your old passion um, project involved Joe Kido. <laughs> yeah, he's got the drip, man. Joe Kido's got some major drippage on Oh. Is that even still um, used? Drip? Yeah, is Drip still used? I think the world's moving on to Riz now. Yeah, but, I've heard um, that, oh, but I, I don't know. I, I, I know what it means, but I'm like, if I say this, I'm going to look like a predator. Yeah, Riz and I mean, Drip are different things. This, yeah, they're just like, they're, they're not interchangeable, but I feel like they've got similar no, like, vibes to if you've energy. Got, if you've got the yes. drip, you've got good fashion. If you've got the res, it means you're like charming and can pick up people. Yeah, exactly. I feel like people with good drip have tend to have this is, good res as well. This <laughs> is the sort of discussions... Right. That the middle oh, of January gets you, by the way, guys. <laughs> like the the Digimon card game scene, we are we're not even just scraping the barrel. The barrel's fucked off to a different city, and we're just we, standing we around. 
Man, give us the next like, episode. Next, next episode, guys, we're talking about BT11. <laughs> episode after that, we're talking about finals. Episode after that, we're probably going to talk about the results of finals. This episode, your wild card, baby. Yeah, well, <laughs> talking yeah, about how much sure. res you got. What? How much res exactly, have you got? Man. I've got not as much as Joe negative Kito. zero. Negative res. If we're not on uh, the BT11 uh, pre-discussion video next episode. I will be bringing up uh, swag and we'll be going to oh, discussion oh. on the phrase swag. Go through all dead words. <laughs> I'm bringing it back, man. Um, just like Bandai are bringing oh. back some of your favourite cards. Segue. Oh smooth. yeah, baby. So smooth. So good. I've got major Riz. Um, oh. <laughs> right. And then, but just like that, we're back off topic again. I know no, what I'm naming so, the episode. Res reprints and rotation. That's it, baby. Oh my god. That's it, baby. That We've got so it. Hard. That goes so Ooh. hard, man. Just like the new reprints, Bandai is maybe or maybe not bringing us um, near the end of this year. Um, yeah. So, as we all know, Rising Wind has been fully revealed now in Japan. We've got a variety of classic banger cards coming back. Um, a lot of people worried it's not coming here because it's not got a full release date. I don't really want to speculate too much on that um, right now because we're not sure one way or the other. So, um, I think quickly, I do think coming. it would be silly. I would think it would, I agree, man. I think it would be silly for them not to bring it to us. Um, especially with the amount of cards in the set that are new as well. Yeah. Um, like it's a full. I couldn't see them denying us all that. They're like, uh, because their uh, Ghost Game is a continuing anime, they've slowly been trickling in the Gammamons and the Thetismons and stuff. It started with just a lone Gammamon, and then we got like fucking Battelle Gammamon, then we got the level 5 Kano Weissmon, which isn't Gammamon for some reason, but is a, is a Gammamon. And now mm -hmm. we finally have the Sirius Mon and stuff like that. We'll talk about RB1 closer to the time, but my main thinking for that it is coming is that, like you said, Callum, we've got all of these cards that are exclusive to the set. Where the hell are they going to go otherwise? Yeah, it would be really difficult for Bandai to reprint what is like, you know, 13 new cards or something like that. How are they going to trickle them out to us? Um, if they're not coming in this set. The other thing is, these this reprint set is going to be a gold mine for them because there's so many cards in it that are, and it doesn't sound like a lot when you think of them in um, one-offs, right? Like, there's so many cards, like your Demi Meramons, that are in every purple deck, pretty much. Um, and the cards are looking at maybe, like, three, four pounds, you know, five, six euros, something like that. And, um... You know, that adds up when you're building a deck. If you're new to the game, it is definitely a barrier for entry because, I mean, all of us pretty much have got our play sets of um, these staple cards and we've just picked them up as we've been playing the game. But if you're a new person wanting to get into Digimon, it's going to be a bit of a oh, hit man. to the wallet I don't even having to pick up all these cards. I've not even thought about it like that, to be perfectly honest. Like, I've been playing since the card game came out, so I've opened boxes of the new sets when they've come out and picked up everything I need, apart from, like, Magna Angemons. But I've got a play set of those now as well, so, like, I've got everything that I need. But coming into the game, if you're brand new, yeah, like, how much does a TK memory setter go for? Like, just, I know that it's been reprinted or it's got an alt art a couple of times but the the original card is still like must be like a tenor or something at least 
That's forty pound on three or four tamers alone. Yeah, like a lot of those classic memory set of tamers that have been played since the start of the game. Um, you're going to look at about a fiver for most of them now. You know, some are three, some are eight. Um, but around a fiver is probably a good shout for these. And, you know, play set being 20 quid. Um, and like Adam says as well, the initial printing of them, especially those BT1 box toppers are extortionate. Um, and the thing is, those are still going to be extortionate when the reprint set gets released because um, they're max rarity versions of the cards and the new reprints look to be foils um, of the original art yes. so that's a good thing in a lot of cases but it's still not going to be as nice as your shiny uh, yellow child from the box topper but um, there's quite <laughs> a lot of good cards being reprinted in the set Adam said Magna Angemon you know, that card's crazy expensive for an SR. We're talking like oh. 25, 30 pounds right now. And, yep. you know, decks are playing two to four of them. Friend of the pod that always gets brought up, Dylan, is like that every week. Me, I want to play Tats Control, but I've not got any Magna Angemons. And it's, oh, yeah, it's going to stay not. that way you for you, trying. Dylan. Keep trying, Dylan, man, because I know for sure you're not about to drop 120 quid on Magna Angemons. Um, it's a risky investment, to say the least, right now, especially with another reprint on the horizon. They've got that uh, anniversary box coming out. Um, I think it's coming out shortly, to be honest, within the next couple of months, maybe. Um, Somewhere around then. So that's coming out quite soon. That Magnangium one's going to be dear, so I don't think it's really going to make the card that more, much more accessible. But there's a huge amount of cards they've reprinted. It's not just the 30 quid ones. Um, and it all adds up, because like we were saying there, things like your uh, Blue Upamon Egg, um, the BT1 Agumon, uh, Demi Meramon, Jamming Vmon, you know, there's a ridiculous amount of cards that, get, that are getting reprinted that are staples for their colour um, and are currently sending people back, you know, three, five quid a time. Uh, so it's really good that we're hopefully, hopefully mm -hmm. going to get this reprint. Yeah. Um, so looking, but what we want to talk about, you go for that. I was going to say, so like looking through the list, obviously you guys can look up what is in uh, the the reboot booster, as it's called, RB1. What sort of card are you? Is there any cards that you're su surprised at? Um, you're going to probably just come out, come over to my house and shoot me, Callum. But I'm really surprised Cranium Mon's getting a reprint. Um, no, I am as well. Considering well. that the deck has seen almost no competitive play since BT3 came out. In fact, I'm going to go out there and say it's seen no competitive play since the BT3 era. Um, what else? I think anyone was running like BT5 set control, but that still didn't make it very good. It was also in like Mega Zoo, wasn't it? But again, we're, yeah, yeah, we're, we're literally out here like, oh, it was run in this rogue best deck. Um, so it is a bit strange it's getting reprinted. If you want to call me, you know, a conspiracy theorist out here, perhaps it's because when they make this Royal Knight set, they want people to have access to the OG Cranium one. Maybe your boy's getting his ex-antibody. Um, Maybe. But they have confirmed that they are going to be printing support for every Royal Knight, every last one of them. Um, so that set, to be honest, seems like it's going to be absolutely full to the brim of stuff. They're not going to be giving everyone a full line. 
but they have said they're at least going to be printing some level of support for each one. If they make so, Lord Nightmon a rare shit card, I'm selling it <laughs> as the game. My oh. brother, he is not a royal knight. Yes. Lord Knight's a royal knight. Oh, Crusadermon is a royal knight. Crusader. You, honestly, my brain is fried. In my head, you said Bloom Lordmon. I did as not. Like know. He, he might be, I... like he might be a knight, brother, but he's not a royal one. No, uh, Lord... Uh, Night Lord Nightmon though I can see where you get confused. Um, I just really I just want more Lord Knight support, man. That's all I want. I'm sorry yeah, to burst your bubble, but the playstyle will be different. You know that's that, fine. Like, it's totally it's totally fine oh. because what they do is then they print a couple <clears throat> of yellow cards that suit into Crusadermon. Um, I'm used to Crusadermon as well, to be fair, because I've been playing the Digimon uh, story games. Um. And they just go, here's a bunch of new warrior cards for the yellows. And I'll be like, yeah, 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 but I'll play it with the old one, right? But they probably won't do that. <laughs> They'll probably make it black I or something. You can I hope. do think they will try and keep the theming of the cards similar to the original ones. Maybe it'll be like slight retrains where they're more updated and more powerful. But a lot of the OG Royal Knight cards that didn't see play, like your Craniumons... Um, and that one is yellow there... one with the red body, who I actually really like, but can't remember the name of. Is there a Crusader um, Monex antibody? Oh, there is. Very who good. Who the heck even is Crusader? All of them have an ex antibody. Very good. All of the Royal Knights. What does what does it look like? Oh, cool. Really, really shiny. Oh, it's got a shield. Oh, that's cool. What is his name, man? What is the name of that? So it was a yellow card in the first BT one set, right? Right. And it was like on deletion minus DP to something, and I think it reduced security attacks on digital. Is this Kentaros mode? Kentaros mode. very cool. Oh, Kentaros um, It's a centaur. Ah, yes, that makes sense. It's always difficult right. with Digimon pronunciations. Like apparently, you know, the blue fish is a one cost blocker to evolve into. Silamon. Um, Coelamon, what do you call him, Bryce? Uh, I call him Colamon. I call him Coelamon. <laughs> uh, so there we go with three different pronunciations. It is Coelamon, and... as in Coelacanth, the fish. Aye, so apparently it's meant to be that, but reading it, I'm like, how the hell do you get yeah, this from like, this? Unless language? you have some obscure fish knowledge like I do, everyone's like, oh, Coelamon, and I'm like, it's Coelamon. It's also because I'm pretty sure in the anime they call it like Coelamon. Yep, or they do as well. Coelamon or something like that. Um, so that's just been cemented in people's heads. It's thrown them off. Um, but I do think that... Um, where the hell was I going with this? Why did I bring him up? To You're talking about Kintarismon and the Royal Knights. Yeah, right. So Kintarismon, um <laughs> I don't see cards like that getting support in a big way. Because who's going to be pogging at their gold at Kintarismon? I will. I will. I will 100 like, That card I... won me a store championship. Yeah, there's a story for that. Go on, do tell. I... Um, so, uh, a friend of uh, us, um, wonderful Gilbert, uh, I was up against Gilbert and I think it was the semi-finals of the store championship when the BT5 was the meta, so I was playing. It was the finals. Uh, what, it was was the it finals. the finals? Yeah, no, it was the final round. Oh, I was your semi-final opponent and I bricked game three. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, yeah. So like, I I was playing Lord Nightmon and I had I always had my Kentorosmon one of tech in it because I I just knew it'd be useful at some point because 
you when you did evolve you give the entire board opponent's board security attack minus one and on deletion kill something like it's yeah. so good so he is what is he playing he's playing is, what was it Lilith Lilith Lilith. yeah he's playing Lilith Lilith he does stuff. a full turn 10 minute turn and i'm just sitting there with a, a lone war grill on out just sitting there and it's sitting out on the field he could have killed it and he was like no no i've won the game so i evolved into kentorosmon minus his security of his entire board by which point he had like two, he had his war out and then like five other guys, but he had one card left in his deck and he had no way to recycle. And I was like, yep, security attack minus one your entire board. And he was like, I, I deck myself out. And I was like, yes. And I won the What it was was that he had mega Digimon Fuse. So the card in his deck was um was the Omnimon's War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had an egg out, but he put nothing on the egg so he couldn't raise despite having the rookie in his hand. And he bet it for not doing it. Yeah. You killed him with Mentorosmon because he got cocky. And I have, I have funny. been a, a stan. Is that still a term of um, Kentorosmon ever since? I love that card. Also, the artwork for the alt art of it is stunning. I love that sort of style of cards. I don't know why they went away from them. They had, they went through different eras of making different alt art styles, didn't they? Yeah. I missed the, um, you know, the chip background, the data chip one. I didn't that like those good. as much. I think it fits yeah. in the digital style, you know. Oh, oh, yeah, totally, totally. I just like I, the, I the like one them. flat colour outline sort of thing. I thought those were sick. I um, actually hated them, if I'm being honest, man. They, I thought they were so garbage looking. Yeah, I That's wasn't fair. the biggest fan of them. This is the thing, man. They should maybe experiment with these different styles again, because everybody likes different ones. Like, I'm sitting here talking about the chip ones, and I've heard people say they look garbage. I've heard... Adam's one of the only people I've heard, to be fair, that said he liked those, um, you know, flat colour. I've heard designs a few people as well. like Yeah, but it's like, it's everybody likes different stuff. But now they just seem to print all arts that are, you know, just cool art, full arts, um, which is fair. That's probably the thing that's going to draw in the most people, generally speaking. Um, but yeah, so this new Royal Knight set that's going to be revealed next um it's probably gonna have well it's confirmed they have said it's going to have support for all the royal knights and they're all going to be featured but as we all know everybody's got the royal knights they like and there's certain big fan favorites on the docket um you know you've got alphamon omnimon gallantmon all force vidramon like i don't see your man contagion getting a lot compared to that yeah magna magna Magnum one's a funny one considering he's a level four. Um, no, it's Magnum. Anyway, oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's confusing, well. man, because you've got Magnum one, you've got Magna Draymond, you've got Magna Angemon. Like, yeah. come on, man, change the names up a bit. They're not all Magna. You've got, uh, you've, got um, you've got Examon as well. So, like, that's that deck that we've been kind of just like, oh, we've talked about it a lot, but it's never really done anything much. Yeah. That's gonna get some more support. Um, Dynasmon's gonna get more support. I love Dynasmon as well. Like Adam played this Leopardmon. as well. Leopardmon. So, uh, Leopardmon. So funny story about him before I talk about Dynasmon. Uh, Leopardmon has been receiving a lot of buying and selling action right now, um, because people are seeing it like a Leopardmon is gonna get some support. I will buy it, and then when it gets released, um, it's going to be oh. going to the moon, which is funny. 
to say the least. I just, had a, oh, I just yeah. had a look at what Cranium on X looks like, and they've just gothed him up something chronic. Cranium on X, like, X cards uh, are the original Mega Evolutions from Pokemon, where they go right off and about, just stick What about the on. Mega Stage Evolutions? <laughs> Why's Gallantmon got three? A lot of the X yeah. antibodies do not look nice. Gankumon. Nah, some of them look quite Gankumon cool and some X. of them look really lame. See the alt art Gankumon X from whatever set? That is one of the best alt art cards ever printed. It is stunning. Set 10, Ganku. Oh yeah, because you've got... What the fuck? You've got Leopardmon X, but then you've got Leopardmon Leopard mode? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, so Leopardmon as a Royal Knight can fight in two different forms. It's still the same... Um, yeah, but like know. leopard mode, leopard mode, like you could have just went beast mode or something like that. You don't need to repeat its name. It oh, should yeah. have been called like leopard night mode or something like that. Then that would have made sense. Oh, I I forget that um, a bunch of the um, Digimons have like chibi forms, like cute little versions of themselves. But they are. Yeah. They're not called NX. Yeah, they're NX. Yes, those are based. Those are based on but figures. They are, um, that are actually real. But they are legitimate like Digimon as well. Like you will find them in games, just chilling, um, and you can evolve into them and stuff like that as well. I remember playing. I think one of the Digimon games on the DS and looking at Toy Agumon for the Bob first Don. time. No, I don't. I don't like those games. Um, I like Digimon World. Uh, on the DS way more than the sequels. I think they tried to okay. copy Pokemon too much and I just and I've never been an old Digimon copied Pokemon person um, but I was like they've just 100% went oh yeah let's try this team thing and I was like this is not fun I remember seeing Toy Agumon for the first time and being like oh that's not a real Digimon <laughs> He's been there since the start, man. And you've got clear toy Agumon as well. And dot Agumon. Dot Agumon. Now, that was what I was going to say. Dot is actually another version of Digimon, and it's literally 2D sprites that exist on a 2D plane. There's not many of them. I believe there's a dot Agumon, and there's like a dot um, Shine Greymon as well, if memory serves. Yeah. Yeah. It's just lots of weird based. Digimon. They're all based off of like when Tim Digimon was oh, just yeah. Tamagotchi. Snow Agumon, yeah. Agumon, Oi Agumon, Agumon X, Black Agumon, Agumon Expert, Bushy Agumon, Hero Agumon, Agumon Bond of Bravery, Regular Fuhrer Agumon. Agumon. Fuhrer, I can't wait for the Fuhrer Agumon card. That's going to be, <laughs> gonna be, that's gonna be lit. That's going to be a secret there, my set, my, my, my Please, words. no Fuhrer Agumon. <laughs> It's going to be the most. It's going to be the most sold set of all time. Chasing the right. ghost there, Fury of Agumon. Agumon speaking of sets, mode, apparently. Spe speaking of sets, back to the um the reprints. Oh yeah, the reprint there's set. Reprint, there, there's some reprints here, Callum. I think you'll be very interested in. Like which what? is the uh, the promos that we've still not got. Yay! The, promos. The, the, the Mark the, my words, right? I am not. Huffing the copium, or oh, we're gonna get them soon anymore. I've been huffing it for too long, man. And I think this here's is my call. I was gonna say, this is my call. We're getting them in the reprint set as the first debut of them because they're not coming in BT11. And uh, well, they could come in BT12, but it's confirmed now we're getting the Illustrator competition Digimon um, in BT11. Now, the phrase they're using officially is box stoppers. So they may come as your, as your um, 
you know, see-through plastic um, card that you get when you purchase a box. They may that may just be wrong terminology, and they may be in a pack or some sort. Um, but that's confirmed to be what we're getting for the box toppers in BT11. Um, and for every set that comes oh. out, people are like, "There are six security Digimon rookies. We we'll get them as box toppers." I was I was and right. I was one of them. No, I was right. I'm so sorry. Um, we are getting them as box toppers. It's not BT11. We're getting them in BT12. Um, that's what's in the limited card, uh, like booster oh pack. We're getting God. them. But I was a hundred percent just about to say, like, you know how when you get introduced to someone or whatever, and it's usually like in an office environment, but they get your name wrong, um, and like they keep calling you the wrong name, and eventually it's become rude to correct them. So like you keep need to keep just getting called Steve for the rest of your life. I was 100% yeah. going to say that's exactly what Digimon have done. They've not been able to find a good slot for them, so they've just went, nah, it's that we've done it now. Weird analogy for that, but... That is a weird analogy, but I do understand um, I hope so. behind it somewhere. Um, it's kind of crazy that we've not got them, considering Japan had them for BT9. Yeah, we were, we were meant to have them a year ago. It's crazy. It's not, and it's a major impact on the meta as well because cards like now this is the one that I'm going to use because I play black all the time. The Doraemon effect is the security effect triggers. You check the top card of your deck. If it's four or less play cost, you play it for free, and then you add the Doraemon to your hand. If you don't add anything, you add both cards to your hand. So it's utterly nuts. Um, it's like a one-off pride memory boost from the stack. Yep. Uh, and if not, it just draws you two cards, which is which is cracked. Um, I'm a big fan of the Pulsemon, the green, the green one, super great. Well, the Pulsemon is meant to be really good for Grandis as well. Yep. Um, but the Doraemon is literally would have been playable in every black deck that isn't Alphamon. Um, would have been playable D Brigade, would have been playable in Dark Nightmon. Um, in the deck I'm trying to build next set, the Etamon Poop deck, that it would have been really good in as well because you play lots of three drops that are level fours. Yeah, like they're all, oh, it. they're all really good. I like the Pulse one, you know, like they do battle and then you suspend anything that they have. So it, do you think it kind well, of I prevents the, it kind of prevents the whole. Oh, I'm gonna swing with a little guy first and then swing with my big guy because if you swing with a little guy, your big guy might get suspended. It's the Melga counter as well. Mm -hmm. It's probably why Hydra did so much better against Melga in Japan because. You, they swing, restand, and you go okay down again. Yeah, the, yeah. the Impmon is like all of them are insanely good cards for their color. And um, what's let me bash Balukumon? Nope. At the end of the battle, draw two, then add to hand. Like all of these cards are so good, and we've still not got them. If for any reason Bandai are listening, please give us the cards quicker than six months away, because we're getting what BT eleven, which is in a month's time. February yeah. 7th, exactly yeah. a month time. We're recording this on February 17th. <clears throat> so it is Feb, uh, we're, no, we're recording this on January 17th. Fucking hell. The <laughs> set's coming out on February 17th. I really struggled with that sentence. Jesus Christ. Let, let's hope um, it does come out on the 17th yeah. and doesn't get delayed like everything oh, else. God. Man, it, honestly, I will go crazy if it does get delayed because big news, everyone. Your boy's going to world. Yeah. Let's go. Hell yeah. I'm very, going. Very excited. Um, managed to get the time off work and my course got moved forward a fantastic three days. 
Um, so I will be there. I'll be travelling back up the road for England, and then the following day I will immediately be getting a flight to Bremen, Germany. Yarp. Um, meeting in the Where airport. your boy will be playing some jank. Yes, me and Adam will probably be taking a flight together or meeting up at some point. Um, Bryce, are you getting any plans to go? I know things are hard for you being a student, a filthy student. Filthy uh, student. The filthy student life, chances are I will not be going with you, but if it, if it will happen, I'll, I'll see if I can do it. Yeah, it's just that it's probably the money more Did than you get anything a, in it. A ticket, Callum, yeah. I've, not, I've got a ticket for finals. I've not yet right, okay. sourced. Um, flights or anything like that. I was going to say, I, I think the tickets have sold out. So, like, you, if you had for finals, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then I will not be like coming. Crap. Definitely. Okay, Time well, no worries. Um, nobody else will be going. It will be me and what is it, three other Scotsmen going. Yeah. Adam. Yeah. So, um, it's a quite a limited party. Um, but you know, Scottish sweep hashtag Scottish sweep. Get it trending on Twitter. People, yeah. thank you. I I would have liked to see a lot more from our locals going, but given the the recent sort of attitude towards Digimon, I can understand why people aren't willing to invest in it and stuff like that. But like I I, the fact that you don't need to have earned an invite, I, I think is super handy for people as well. Um, obviously North America is so big. That they 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 have an invite list and I think it's capped at a thousand yeah. players or something like that. Um, it's definitely a thousand or more. Yeah. It'll be it'll probably be a thousand and twenty four, because it doubles. Um, it always just doubles the the limit cap. So five hundred twelve right. and then yeah ten ten twenty four or something like that. It's gonna be crazy, man, because they've not released. Rounds. Um, they've not released what the prize cutoffs are either. Um, or even what the pricing is going to be, except for the top, top arts, the all arts of the Doraemon yeah. line. Um, so it's going to be interesting, you know, because it's the finals. I mean, the only other finals I ever heard about the pricing was utterly nuts. Uh, the all arts for those key auction cards were just given out in packs to people that entered. Yeah. Like the Hammer Spark that still sits at thirty-five quid. The Gaia Force that was about that on release as well, and then like the Flower Cannons and yeah, uh, the the classic and, Heaven's Gate that of course saw a lot of meta play. And if it helps, I, I I'm a, a a judge for the event. Super fun. We don't know anything about it either. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, man. Like, I'm really looking forward to it because it's going to be really exciting. But there's also a lot of unknowns about it. And for something that's happening oh, in man. a month's time, it's kind of freaky. Um, what happens if the set gets delayed here? I'm going to have to play Bloody D-Brigade or something. Or, I, as I said last episode, I'll be paying scalper prices at the event for eight months. I have a really unfortunate feeling that the set will be delayed for us, but it's not going to affect the finals. Um, yeah, because it totally could. There's so many different... Because it's just one for Europe. Uh -huh. You could get delayed in any of the European countries and it would have a really unfair effect. Yep. Um, yeah. It feels like it's been poorly planned. I think the, the other the, thing the, is... You continue, mate. I was going to say, I think the only way is that it gets delayed everywhere. That would put uh, us back into EX3 meta, which, you know, I, th I think would, would be fine because people have played it for a long time. Um... But yeah, the only way I see it being non-BT11 is that if it gets delayed everywhere. But we've not had any delay notice yet, and it normally starts to happen about a month beforehand that they start going, mm, oh well, actually, um, turns out the factories that we make them in have caught fire. And you're like, okay, what? Love them. 
No, fingers crossed it doesn't get delayed. And um, I don't know, Adam, if people see you at Worlds, yes, come up, say hi. Yeah, um, I am going to be one of the judges that does deck checks for the most part throughout the day. Um, but I will be wandering around. You'll see me on the stage and stuff like that. If you if you come up, say hi. I'm very easy to talk to. The guys will tell you that. Um, yeah. And then I'll just set the judges on you and tell them to watch you like a hawk, pretty much. <laughs> I want to do. I want um, you to do another very epic speech like you did at the London uh, Regionals, I, um, where you introduce the event and everyone goes, "Holy crap! Look at this charismatic gentleman uh, who's leading the charge I here." I don't think I'm going to be on mic duty this time. Unfortunately, there oh, is a for, oh. for. Well, obviously, we'll talk more about in a later episode but i'm quite used to doing like assistant head judge and stuff like that but like with finals there's so many other people that are part of it and i'm just like no i'm just quite happy doing deck checks this is scary that's fair man but for the the one piece treasure cup if anyone's going to that i'll probably be assistant head judge head judge shits all the all the usual stuff i'll be on mic duty because no one knows how to work a fucking microphone Oh man! You just get the charisma, man. As soon as they pick up the microphone and open their mouth, it's speech check failed. <laughs> yep. When is Treasure Cup for people's uh, info? So, like, if you're interested in the One Pieces, Treasure Cup is uh, Saturday the fourth and fifth of February in Birmingham at the Secret Space in Digworth, I believe. Um. We've actually got quite a nice four-star hotel right around the corner from it, which I'm buzzing for because it's got a kitchen in the 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 flat in the room. So I'm like, oh cool, I can make myself food. Nice. Um, oh, yeah. As opposed to just being like, mm, let me just make a cup of coffee. Is that what you like when you make a cup of coffee? Well, right? no, but like when you know when you go to a fucking hotel, don't leave, just leave me alone. When you go to a hotel and you're like, mm, here's this kettle that's definitely 400 years old. Here's a oh, small packet of Nespresso. <laughs> there's definitely I've seen people thing. like who make noodles in ke- hotel um, oh, kettles God. and stuff. So. Oh, I have seen someone that grilled a piece of salmon on an iron with a bit of parchment paper on it, and I'm like, mate, just go out and get food. What are you doing? That's <laughs> so horrible, man, because think about what the person in front of you is going to have to put up with. Um, when they're trying to iron their damn shot <laughs> some... and, and it starts smelling a fucking salmon. Did you fucking imagine Aww. being like a top lawyer and walking into the courtroom like, like why do hmm. I smell like salmon? There's, there's something fishy about this lawyer, guys. I don't know if he's noticed. Fucking pissed Something's fishy man. about this Digimon podcast, man. I don't know. <laughs> don't, don't about, don't January banter. It's just chalk it up to January banter, babes. Yeah. It's smooth all the way forward. What was I gonna say, man? Like, how many, how many segues from conversations have we made here? We went from talking about the V Prince, which, by the way, was the topic of the episode, um, to Changing talking the... about a set that's not out yet. <laughs> to talking about, I don't even know where we went from there, but we ended up on friggin' grilling salmon on a damn iron. Yeah, this is but what you happens. Love to hear it. That's what you tune in for. This is what happens when we record ahead of schedule because I'm going to an event this weekend. Why? Yep. Man is hyped. And I am hyped for the reprint set that we will 100% be getting copium. Me too. Should we we do closing thoughts on the reprint set then? Reprint set? Well, quickly. We'll just reprints in general. Um, Yeah. 
when we um, talk about reprints, obviously they're not just they they are reprinting it to make them more accessible. But what they they are they are doing as well is that when they reprint these cards, they are giving them a block number. Um, so block zero, um, or it rather as uh, instead of a zero, it's just blank. Uh, was up until set five, and then set five to ten was set block one, and then block two is from set ex uh, from set ten onwards. We're assuming till BT fifteen, and then it'll be block three, etc. So by reprinting them, they're bringing them into the current block, which means that they'll stick around. Should the they ever implement some sort of block rotation? How do you guys feel about block rotation? Getting rid of five old sets and just keeping yeah. a select number of cards. Honestly, I don't like it because when I first started playing card games, right, it was as a kid and they did uh, set rotation and Pokemon. Yep. And the worst feeling of all time was building a collection as uh, a little kid. Oh, yippee, I am happy to use this card. The very first time I showed up to Pokemon Locals, right, the main man, Gordon, it was like, helpful older man. And he's like, Right, son, I'll teach you how to play. I'm like, don't worry, I know how to play. I play down my damn base set Charizard or whatever. He's like, son, you can't use that. I'm like, how no? It has uh, not been legal for like 15 years or something. I'm like, right, what the hell, man? That sucks ass. Um, So it does have issues like that where your collection starts to become more useless over time. But the main reason, the, th the argument you could make for it is that they're putting, and I said this in the last episode, right, because it is a big issue to me, they're putting so much support for the same Digimon that they're hitting critical mass to the point where the decks are probably always going to be viable because they're always going to keep getting drip-fed more stuff. Um, and they're having to print new, crazy, weird colours and very specific niche printings of your Agumons and your Gabumons and stuff like that because they've got so many cards now that they can't just make another good blue Garurum online because good god knows that that's the last thing this, this game needs. They should just I stop mean, printing Garurumons in general, to be honest. It's a bottom-tier Digimon. They'll it's never do that. Cool. It's kind of cool, right? But, you know, Melga's severed it for me a bit. I, I like her little lizard yeah. boy. I just don't like Melga. I mean, as a kid, I was always Team Ty rather than Team Matt, to be fair. Oh, I was Team Same. PK, to be fair. Well, they need to give Buddy Patamon some love, because the boy oh, has not had one good I... line since the start of the game. I <sighs> know, right? Oh, yeah, guys, here's this Patamon line that evolves up into something fucking useless. The level 5 you should be hard playing. Oh, here's Dark Seraphimon, which is not good. Um, that's coming out in a later set. Like, just give me some, just give me some good Seraphimon stuff based around, like, his actual abilities. Yeah, there's um, it's like your boy last episode from the comments was talking about. I'm very, very surprised they've not tried to put over a competitive deck for one of for each of the Digidestined. Yes, there has been a competitive card for each of the Digidestin, right? Like, you've had a competitive Palmon from Bloomlob. Um, you know, the famous Digimon that Palmon goes into Bloomlobmon. And, uh, yep. you know, there's been playable 
Well, there's not been a playable Goma one, I don't think, to be honest. There's, yeah, there's there a has. playable one, there's not a deck. No, 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 there was the playable Goma one that was that uh, if you trash someone's secure uh, uh, Digivolution cards gain a memory, it was played in oh, Hexabloom one. That is not bad, to be honest. Um, but it speaks wonders that I can't even remember it, to be honest. Each, like, each Digidestin's Digimon has had at least one good card, with the exception of Beomon. Um, because yeah, they don't like Beomon to the point that they don't like Beomon being paired with um, eh, not Sora. Sora. The the fucking new Beomon line is with a random tamer from the Digimon games. Oh, my friend Liam just calls her White Woman because he doesn't know who she is. Just goes, I play White Woman. What well, was it? This true. dimensional phase. Yeah. So what? Pink haired love heart girl. Aki. 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 Right. We'll so she's from Digimon World Three, as is Taiga and the rest of them, I believe. But yep. like, yeah. What the fuck, it's guys? Four, it's got it's got some name like Recoded or something like that. It's yeah. not a numbered one, but don't get me wrong. I really like the Biom Online. I loved Garudamon. I had one of those toys that transformed from um, Biomon oh, yes. into Garudamon when I was a kid. If what? I could... They exist? Yeah, man. Yes, they like, were like Transformers for Yeah, yeah like, look them up. I had a part of, I had all of them, to be honest. I had the Greymon, the, 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 what was it? Agumon that turned into Greymon, then you could clip on the Metal Greymon stuff. Um, I had so Patamon cool. that was literally just a big fat plastic ball that when you unfolded him, like, his wings would come from, like, the orbs. Uh, like the the round part of him and turn into Anjo Anjamon and Anjamon was yeah. just like this little dude inside of Patamon and the, his entire body turned into the wings like oh I they were so cool. They loved it but it was like on the inside of Patamon's body they'd be like white and have wing textures yeah, yeah, yeah. on it and then you'd look at one side that'd be wings and the other side would be like bright orange or something that's how they got like, it. Like I have. There's so actually sick. there was a wave. Um, maybe five years ago of these Digimon transforming toys and they were really good. Like they were like statue quality, like they were maybe like six fit sixty, eighty pounds or something like that. Um I got my friend one from Japan actually because they got them before us, like they do everything. And it was like a Tentomon that evolved into Kabuterimon. They also had one that was Keramon that went into Diaboromon. But they've because technologies went so far these days you, they're actually very, very um, good and convincing. Like, when they evolve, it's hard to tell that it used to be a Keramon. Oh, that is cool. They're yeah, really, really that, good, man. That's so cool. I'd love even, to like, get... a Doramon one as well. And it's, they just look like... Oh. They look like normal statue quality figures before mm. they evolve well, into, well, they, into the next Some thing. of them do. Um, Gerimon yeah. does it, okay, but the what's, next... <laughs> But, right, no, but what's happened to Gabimon? Um, oh, what the? He's got, like, a gun on his side. <laughs> yeah. Gabimon's packing. Right? I haven't seen it, but Gabimon has got that thing on him. I think that may be his tail, but his tail is very disproportionately large. What, what, should, the, what should the listeners Google to, to see these images? Uh, they are called Digivolving Spirits when I looked them ah. up. Digimon Digivolving Spirits. There are They're ten really cool. of them. There's um, loads of these I've seen recently. I saw a guy on Reddit who was posting oh. one he had uh, that he found in his loft. <laughs> and it was, it was, um, so there was two I saw. There was one that was the Digi Egg of, what's the one that goes into Raidramon Digi Egg of, is it Friendship? 
Raid Ramon? Like right? uh, no, it's the green one. It's um, courage. I I can't remember right, but it's like I no, don't, no, it's not courage. No, it's, friend, it's friendship. There. Courage is um, flame drum. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. But it's like it looks like a black boot with a spike coming out of it, right? And anyway, this black boot evolve like unpacks and turns into a daydream one. It's really cool. And there's another one that's um, a Vmon, and he just like bits fold out of him and he turns into flame drum one. But to, to be honest, it looks more like Vmon cosplaying right. flame drum one, right? But it's, so uh, it's looking pretty. back at that image, look at Gatamon, look at Anja Wimon, and then look at her reflection. <laughs> cursed, it's like a rabbit. cursed Gatamon. You can see the Agumons as well. The the back of the wings has become their face. Oh, that looks like a, a FNAF animatronic of Gatomon. How did we get onto this topic? Because yeah. we rotated rotation into rotating toys. Listen, now we're rotating back to rotation. They were, were rotating very back cool. to rotation. Bryce, what do you think on the idea of them? Um, removing large chunks of the this the digimon cards so one i don't think they're going to actually rotate it anytime soon like they started printing blocks on one of their other games dragon ball and it's had no signs of even attempting rotation but i think for this game it could be really good oh just I think that's an opinion tell us why i, I think it could be good as well <clears throat> it's like there are obviously most most of the older cards aren't great, but there are certain cards that are just disgusting. Like um, the Where Gerudo promo, for example, that is that's getting a reprint, zero, as we're going to call it. That's getting a reprint. Yeah, getting, yeah sadly, it's getting a reprint. It means it's not getting hit. But <laughs> I don't know, um, man. Because I mean, if you look at a lot of these cards, so the most of them have seen some form of playability, right? They've kind of prioritized all of cards. the all of the reprint cards have seen some playability, if Pretty not strong yeah. play playability. At some point, they, they all have potential, right? As they're running theme with them, um, and you know, it's cards that they're probably looking at and thinking, well, at some point this could be run in the future. Talking about cards from the past that are still played now, I think there's a significant smaller amount than there used to be because of the kind of way the power level scaling in the game yeah. um, which is one reason why I think maybe you might not see it because a rotation that is because um, the power level of the game has just crept right up to the point where a vast majority of these old cards, even a vast majority of the cards if you, you see that are getting reprinted might not even yeah. be playable at that point. If you put the top meta deck of BT3 or BT1 which was Omnimon slash Shine Greymon, etc. Against the top deck from I know against the worst deck, but still that's not meta relevant. Um, yeah. From BT10, BT10 wins hundred percent. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I wonder how far you could go with that. Like, do you think BT? Well, BT7 is hybrid, so no. Maybe BT6 is the most recent set you could do the best tier one. <laughs> deck against the worst deck of this I set. don't know, because that was a Bond of Friendship. Yeah. Well, one of my friends has started playing Bond of Friendship because it was one of his favourite decks well, again. Well, Bond of Friendship is fine. He's actually doing okay. But Melga yeah. just does the same thing, but better. Yeah. You just have to ask yourself with these decks, so like, the thing is with Melga, man, you can say that with so many decks, oh, it's just, it's just worse Melga. Like, Oh, let, let's play Justin on OTK. Well, why would we do that when we have to set up tamers, um, and the OTK is less reliable and it does it off of a, a level six? Okay, I think all OTK should be off a level six. To be honest, um, 
but um, where Garuda Mon does it all for the level five. Um, like, I mean, this is a quick thing. This is another thing you could talk about for ages, but quickly, do you think there's going to be a ban list before finals? Yeah. No, I don't. I'm holding out hope for a hero. Oh, um, I think we're going to get a ban list before finals, but it's not going to be in effect until after them. Like, the way they did with set 10, where they put in... They, they released a set, and then they said, oh, at the end of the set, you're losing all of this. Yeah. I think I, we're going to get a you might goals. be right, mate. I've not really thought about it in that way. Um, I would really like to see a ban list because uh, the boy who is cool is, is too cool. I say it a lot. He's too cool. Um, and there was a massive thing on the Digimon Reddit today of people spouting off about X-Antibody. And we spoke about it in the last episode, but the X-Antibody cards are just too strong, man. Like, they've yeah. got inherent... The, the issue with them is there's inherent power to the X-Antibody cards. You get a free Digimon evolution, you get free cycle, you get free inherited. Um, a lot of them you don't even pay a cost for. Like, you look at cards like Agumon and Gabumon X. Oh, yes, when we evolve for free, we draw a card and then search as well. Well, you can just hard play them. It doesn't even matter that you had the, that you had to put the original Gabumon and it's just all plus side. Um, yeah. But then the cards surrounding them are broken as well. Cool boy, if they had no effects, if there was no benefits to playing an ex-antibody card, like the Inherited, like the Free Cycle, then Cool Boy would make it worth playing the ex-antibody cards. If there was zero Inherited on these cards, you could still play Cool Boy and it would be a, a reason to put them in the deck. Definitely. Like 100, maybe not as good, but it would definitely be like, oh, well, yeah. They, they should have had at least a one cost on Champion and Upwards or something. Yeah. Like, but, uh, it's just. Uh, well, they did give it I to some. They gave it to Dexter or Greymon and stuff like that, but then it gained it back if it trashed something. And I. Yeah, and it would, that trash was set up for the deck, so it was yeah. effectively less cost and more advantage. Yeah, it's nuts, man. And then X Antibody is just a crazy play extender. Like, the, the, the whole. All the pieces come together, and it's just too crazy. Um, and they've had multiple sets of support now. Um, they're just they're just getting better, and the fact we're maybe three four sets down the line, we're still getting X antibody stuff. Man, I, I wish they would just cool it, and they really need to limit Cool Boy, or else every major deck we're seeing is either going to have to be ridiculously strong to keep up with the inherited advantages of the X antibody cards, or they're going to have to limit it so that we can bring the power level back down a wee bit. Um, I literally think you could just limit Cool Boy to one, and these decks would be significantly curbed in power level to the point where they would not be a free tier one. Yeah, yeah I, like I, I come from, I, like I played Yu-Gi-Oh when I was a, a kid, um, but then I, I transitioned into the Pokemon card game for a solid decade or so. Um, so I'm very used to rotation. It happened every year in Pokemon without fail. It got rid of old cards and brought in new cards. Um, the rotation is about to happen soon for Pokemon where a lot of the old Sword and Shield stuff is going and uh, Scarlet and Violet is about to drop and stuff like that. And Pokemon's had a problem for years with power creep. It started with the XY block and then it got worse and worse and worse until the Sword and Shield era, which is the most recent era, where it is such a, it's an OKO format, but... Yeah. All the cards are insanely strong. 
So with Scarlet and Violet, uh, if though for those that don't know the Pokemon card game, it's kind of like Digimon where you have like cards off to the side, but instead of it being security, they're called prize cards. And every time you knock out a Pokemon, you take prize cards, and when you take them all, you win the game. But with uh, and some Pokemon give up one prize card, some give up two, and some give up three. And they started experimenting with three prize card Pokemon, and I think it ruined the game to the point where I stopped playing for a very long time, and I've only recently got back into Pokemon. But they are prepping for a future rotation and it's not going to happen for a year, it's not even going to happen for two. But in three years time, if they don't print any more three prize Pokemon, we'll only have two prizes and less in the game. And the power creep will have diluted itself back down to maybe what it was five or six years ago. And I think that's what Pokemon are going for. And uh, obviously this has just been a big ramble about the, the Pokemon TCG, but my overall point is that... By implementing rotation you can control power creep a bit better so the strongest digimon we've got at the moment is gives uh, is what 16k dp i can expect to see more of that um i think we'll get 17 and maybe even 18k digimon eventually but by implementing, i think it's different man well it's weird sorry what were you gonna say at the end of? But by implementing rotation they can prepare eventually prepare to get rid of those big digimon again and bring it back down if they need to and then that was the end of the the, the talk good i think it kind of annoys me though right because we talk about power creep right but you can literally prevent that by good game design um like one thing that makes it hard is they go right this freaking epic digimon look at bt1 omnimon this freaking epic Digimon, he is the strongest one we've printed yet, man. He needs to have the most DP. So Omnimon had 15k DP. And then the next strongest boss Digimon comes along. And they go, well, he's friggin' stronger than Omnimon, man. He should have 16k DP. And then they keep having to do that to push the power level of their new stuff. But they don't, they don't really need to do that. They can literally just turn around and go, right, okay... This is, this is what things should be. This is what the DP level should be. I mean, there's freaking level 6s in some of the original sets with 10k DP. Um, and then 11k used to be like a good amount and 12k was a very high amount. Now it's more like uh, 11 is the standard and 12 or 12 is the standard. 11 is bad and 13k is good on a level 6. So it is kind of creeping up a little bit. It definitely is going higher, but they can stop the power creep of the game if they want to. They just need to do less printing of support to the exact same stuff. Yeah. And they need to do more of oh. creating new gimmicks and creating things to support older archetypes that are not as powerful. Yeah, like we've they had can... this discussion, I think, every episode now that we... They need to stop giving the same Digimon new things. It's like Pokemon with their goddamn Pikachus and Charizards and stuff like that. Like, they just keep printing Agumon cards over and over and over again. Like, yeah. They'll we, never stop. Well, like, we know Agumon's the, the, the good guy, and that's what a lot of people have nostalgia for. I completely get that. But, like, there's more Digimon than Pokemon, Chief come up yeah. with some and that like they've started 
creating new Digimon specifically for the card game. Agumon, Black Agumon X Antibody, Greymon X Antibody, and virus sorry, the Virus um, Agumon line. All of those have just received X Antibody cards, which we are going to see in the BT11 set. None of those uh, Digimon existed before BT11. They are brand new creations. Yeah specifically for the card game so quite clearly they are open to crossing the line that well i i, I was gonna say uh, like Yu-Gi-Oh and stuff but none of them really have established animes to the point of like you can name pretty much any monster apart from pokemon but pokemon would never create a new pokemon that's specifically for the card game although they did for pokemon go with melmetal and melmetan so you never know i love but that, like man. the fact the bandai are willing to create brand new pokemon uh, digimon sorry for the digimon card game do it then create brand <laughs> new shit yeah i like right. when they shine a light onto more obscure ones because like adam said there's more digimon than there is pokemon but the reason for that is because there's so many different bits of media from Digimon over the years. There's manga, there's obscured games, there's games that didn't even come over here. There's apps. And there's apps and stuff like that. Like, yeah, buddy, when are we going to get an app Playmon set? Um, I feel like that'll happen someday when we're really scraping the bottom of the bloody barrel. Because mm. the app Playmon are technically not Digimon is another thing. They're app Playmon. Um, and a, a lot of people listening are probably saying, what the hell is Cobb talking about here? But um, there, there I think there was a series of Digimon where it was like trying to um, hitch on the back of kids liking smartphones and uh, the Digimon came out of a phone. So that was a thing. But my point being, there's so many Digimon that are from unique source material that have not been covered in a series and if they're going to make a new series these Digimon are probably not going to come back into them, like if you look at things like Ghost Game, that's like a Villain of the Week sort of show and the Villain of the Week tends to be like an iconic Digimon from the past or something that's actually been relevant in previous Digimon series yeah so they need to keep doing like what they've done with um, things like Venmon, this is probably the best example Venmon has not been in a single Digimon game apart from Digimon World 3. Venmon, Snatchmon, and Galacticmon, and Destromon, they're only in Digimon World 3, and they made a full, unique archetype for them. Yeah. Um, granted, it's not going to be the most goated top-tier archetype, but it's playable and it's competitive, so it's really cool that they've done something like that would just like to see more of it yeah yeah exactly yeah um and that's another way they can prevent power creep and they can stop the need for a set rotation um they need to bring support and create new archetypes and yet, um, that don't go crazy for pushing the benchmark of the power level too hard and that, at you, that Black is Black how that is exactly how you prevent power creep so we've got alternate digivolution now or special digivolution that is called the gamma online is a great example of it Digivolve 2 from a Gammon, or if it has Gammon in its card text or something like that. Yeah. Pretty much all of the Gammon line has that, including the purple variant, stuff like that. That's how you prevent the power creep, because you go, I'm going to print this very good level 4 Gammon card, that if you are not playing it in a Gammon deck, it's too expensive to run. It's a, so... Here's a 4 cost level 4, 
but it's a two cost if you evolve and if you're using it in a Gammon deck give more decks their archetypes by saying yeah yeah you can absolutely play this uh black digimon and black war greymon but it's going to be super expensive if you do i mean and most then of that's the colors the are kind of moving to that aren't they though other yeah, than yeah, i'd but... say green and green purple and i'd say most no, actually all, green all, yellow and purple aren't pretty much every um set that we're getting from now on the digimon in it have special digivolution um, the Shine Greymon line is X from Agumon, X from Rise Greymon, blah, 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 blah. We're yeah. seeing it a lot because Bandai have had a, a fart brain moment where they've realised that they can come up with new rules and we all go, no, we don't go, I don't like this, let me stick to playing vanilla cards. Like, they came out with uh, their, their first sort of major one was Jogressing. Uh, DNA Digivolution. Mm -hmm. Before that, it was always just one stack. There were a few cards that let you move things about, but nothing majorly. Jogressing came about, and surprise, surprise, everyone went, yeah, thank you, we've been asking for this for eight sets now. Um, they've then brought out, what's the, the, then they brought out the ex-antibody stuff, and everyone went, yes, this is cool, we like this. They keep bringing out stuff, and they keep getting a positive response from the community, I think. Um... And they're starting to realise is that we want those sort of themed decks. We want, like, I, like, uh, Bryce and I are super excited to play the the Shining Greymon deck that's coming out with a Marcus that lets you punch things. Like, everyone just wants the. Uh, like I've said a few times, I think that the more weird the card game gets, the better it is going to be. Yeah. I don't mean weird in terms of, let's print a fucking poo token deck or something like that. Come that's... on. <laughs> What do you mean? Firing um, shots directly at me, people. No, no, I, I'm quite... Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you play that. I'm never touching it, but I, I'm looking forward to seeing you play that. But like, just, Bryce is going to play it as well. Give me some I'll be more, all over that, mate. Give me more weird things. <laughs> I find them funny. Yeah, like, yeah. they make... If you make power cards that are powerful in archetype, um, or specifically, like, you look at King Sukumon, his effect is you can turn something... So you can turn something into a white... Uh, 3k Sukumon, right? So that's really powerful till the end of their turn. That just shuts down a lot of their plays. Um, but to get that effect, you need to have three Sukumon in the trash. So they're set up for it because it's very powerful. Um, and you can only use it outside of archetype if your opponent gets 16 or more cards in their trash. Um, which I'd like to point out, by the way, is a very, very niche reference to Digimon World 1. Um, in that game, your Digimon can pull on the floor, and if it pulls on the floor 16 times, it will evolve into Sukumon. So, <laughs> in the Digimon card game, uh, they are saying, like, if you've got a lot of trash, that's equivalent to pulling on the floor, and you become Sukumon. Yeah. Very cool. Um, the theming in this game is actually really, really good. Like, they get a lot of good flavour from the effects. They, the people who make it clearly know what they're doing. Um, they're clearly lovers of the franchise, which is great to see. I just wish they would do it more often. Touching slightly more back on the rotation aspect, I actually think like the debut of RB1, I think that leans more to the idea that they won't rotate because they've reprinted every card that was good. Not, not just the ones that are still yeah. good, but that was good. So it's even if you were to rotate from that block, say, and take that block out, 
all of these cards would still be here and nothing that's been rotated out would matter. Yeah, and like, I, I there wasn't really a big Digimon competitive scene for the first five sets. Yeah, we had store championships and they had started to, to test the waters with the online events and stuff like that, but... And, and yes, yeah, there was the World Championships and stuff like that. But other than that, they were still finding their feet with it. They'd had Dragon Ball for a while, but Digimon was their first sort of big, uh, both Japanese and Western release. Dragon Ball is Western only. So they were like finding their feet with it, blah, 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 blah. And I've just completely forgotten what I was going to say. Uh, we were talking about rotation. Um, yeah, so like we've got... A bunch of these cards coming out in the set, the 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 reprint one set, that yeah they all saw play, but at the end of the day it was just sort of very niche play. The next reprint set, so it's five to ten, which I don't imagine would happen for at least another two to three years. That's going to be the set where things get really interesting because if you can count the if you think about the the number of top meta decks from set one to five you're probably looking at about maybe 10 to 20 or so but if you look at the top meta decks from set five to ten you're looking at a good 50 or so decks i would say mm-hmm. really i would say so well the the decks and just that are playable variants. in digimon sets are very wide to be fair um it just tends to be very top heavy but yeah. I think Digimon is good compared to a lot of other card games, but I don't think you ever see a meta where there isn't like 10 playable competitive decks. Probably 10s even on this, the slightly lower end. I mean, I think set 9 was probably the worst we had it. Or actually, set I'd say set 6 was probably the worst we had it with just like the Gabibon. Oh, I, I'd stopped playing over. in that format, and my our, our friend Chris. Um, takes pride in bullying me out the format for because of Gabby Bond, which is a bit weird, but like it was a horrendous deck to play against. You just couldn't win. You either played Gabby Bond or you just lost every game you played against it. It was that oppressive. Like I think worse than Melga. Although maybe maybe not now, but it no, definitely felt that, like that. Yeah, it's um it's just because they keep it, it really kinda winds me up, honestly. Because they seem to not realise, uh, I think they do realise to be honest, I think they are aware of how powerful they make these decks and they pick clear favourites to give them these absolute nuts cards that are just one for one stronger, like undeniably than other cards. Um, yeah. Like The other thing is, we're going to delve into this a wee bit in the, in the near future when we talk about the comments. But they're completely disregarding the memory system with a lot of cards now yeah. because they're just printing loads of stuff that says when you do this, gain a memory or two, reduce cost, um, you know, cool boy, Greymon X, Hydrussy, yeah. perfect examples of it. What used to cost you three memory is now costing you zero. Oh no, but yeah. I taught my guy to do it. Right, but that's an advantage for you tapping your guy. You gain benefits off and it, that, and you unsuspend and stuff. So it's literally not even a cost. And it's purely mm. because the memory system is—it's good. It is a good thematic part of the game, but it is extremely limiting, especially when memory choking is a big thing. Like if everyone see if everyone just started at three memory, regardless, I think the deck would be uh, the game would be 
a lot more different than what it is just now. But because you've got this, all these shenanigans, they have to print this memory stuff on all these cards now, just so you can honestly, do more than one thing on your turn sometimes. Honestly, I disagree, mate, because I think I think it does has the opposite effect, where, the, well, it kind of ties into what you're saying in that memory choking is almost useless now, right? Deep, I'm deep brigade, right? I choke where Gerurumon every turn, and they go, nah, I don't care, mate, because I've got a memory boost set up. Nah, I don't care, mate, because I've got a cool boy here, and I tap him, and I go to two anyway. Don't care. Um, yeah. They if they need they need to have memory choking as a playable feature, because there's no counter to these decks that just disregard the the memory line now. Um, they. It's not like memory choking was a huge problem. We need to print this shit to stop it from taking over the meta. It's more like memory choking has faded out of existence because they've printed this stuff now. It's because most decks can't choke you one every turn. Like to do so, you need to have like reliable two cost stuff to do. I would say. Yeah. It's Losing really annoying, connection. man. Um, because it's again, it's just another. Another aspect of the game that was fun and unique, the memory gauge, being able to choke people, actually having to, you know, think about <laughs> what you're doing as far as as far as paying memory to do things. No, just the way that now, you're like, is going? The, oh, the game used to be fun. You used to be able to choke people to stop throw away, oh God. <laughs> throw away Choking comment. people and thinking about it, bro. It's it's oh. um it's fun. Um, right. Before yeah. we. Before we continue on in this, because we're going to talk a wee bit more on this, do we have any final thoughts on the rotation talk before uh, we move to comments? I think we need to wait and see what Bandai do. I think I'm for it under specific circumstances, but also against it under specific circumstances. Man, I'm, I'm exactly yeah. the same. I'm not certain if I'm for or against it, honestly. You know, pros, it'll make it exciting when the new rotation comes out. I'll get rid of problem cards. It'll make every card they release more impactful. Um, cons, your collection's going to become worthless. Um, your favourite deck may it? disappear. Your deck may disappear. They're going to have to... Um, yeah, certain archetypes are going to just drop off. And uh, that, that would be very sad. So there's arguments for and against. I'm not certain they're going to do it. Uh, the blocks do frighten me. The fact that they've printed it kind of future-proofs it for for a rotation but to be honest they didn't need the blocks at all because they've got bloody bt with a number printed on the card because they just went right okay new rotation uh, bt one through five are now illegal you know yeah so i don't even think the blocks are like a guarantee that that's going to be an implement implemented you know yeah nice um, right. Anyway, we're going to transition on to talking about the comments from the last podcast we put up. Um, we've got two belters here that we can really go into some deep discussion on. Stuff that we've touched before on and uh, touched on a wee bit in this episode, but we'll really talk about it here and go in depth. The first comment we had was from Mr. Bob Duckington. Fantastic name. Excellent name. Hear it. Yeah, thank you very much for the comment, Bob. It's um, been a great read, to be honest. And uh, keep your opinions coming, guys. We do love to hear it. And if you know it's <laughs> something very, uh, very interesting, like Bob, Mr. Duckington's talking about here, it will get featured in a video and we'll have a wee discussion on it. Uh, so Bob goes on to say, people are saying the game's dying because it's basically a different game now. And it's not what people want to play. 
Metal Gear Urumon is too effective at just ending the game, but even if you ban it, so is Bloomworm. You could say Imperial was broken at release, but you could interact with it at least. You could memory choke it. Okay, we're going back to that. So it couldn't play Stingmon without a Davis on board, or you could get a blocker big enough to not be bounced. It didn't just flood the board with crap for one memory, swing for your entire stack, and have protection from everything. Um, so exactly what we were talking about there, Bob. Um, complete disregard for the memory system, and uh, as we were brought up as well, the fact that choking somebody to one is very, very difficult or pointless nowadays is, is a real problem. Yeah, like just to touch on the Bloom Lord topic, he, you're spot on. Um, if you give me one memory, which is the legal mandated minimum when you pass a turn, I can go into a level 6 Bloom Lord from one level 3 and still flood the board because all it takes is one memory. Um, and that one memory is to digivolve into your level 4, then you digizorp into your level 5, then you evolve into your Bloom Lord and spit something out and blah 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 blah. So yeah, spot on. It, it's even worse when you think of like, if they had a pre-prepared level 5 in stack, they can get to 2 megas for 2 memory. Yep. It's it's insane. And hit you for 2 checks piercing 14k. Yep. And bounce anything to the bottom of the deck. Yep. Yep. Um, so it's just absolutely nuts. They need to start going back to, you know, the kind of classic way things where, mm. where you can actually... Um, I mean, you can predict what they're going to do now based on the memory you give them, but there's not these kind of cut-off points anymore. You know, where Garudamon's cut-off point is paying three memory to go into the level five. Yeah. But even then, they've got one memory boost, that cut-off point is gone. They've got one, um, one or two cool boys, that cut-off point is gone. They've got a hammer spark if they're playing it, the cut-off point is gone. It's too hard to... It's too easy for them to disregard memory gears yeah. and get crazy effects off. Um, and if they wanted to make the gimmick of X antibody, you can evolve for zero or you can evolve for one and get a cool effect off. Fair enough. But it's the fact that you can even get to the level five normal card that isn't an X antibody off of one memory. Yeah, like it used to be a case of, oh, turn one, I evolve to level three, maybe play a guy out or play a tamer opponent does the same thing level two okay i maybe go into a level four maybe just go into a level five if i've already got a four out in my turn or oh, same thing again on my opponent and they slowly build up and they start attacking nowadays it's oh yeah okay i'll go into my level uh three in raising and i'll play a tamer and then your opponent's like i have a level six out now yeah and gg extend hand and you also look at the x antibody option card which again lets you disregard the memory system because you can attack with a level five or a four even something that's you know traditionally you're not wanting to swing at the stack with because it's probably going to die um and then just going nah i'm all right mate i'm evolving into the next level i'm going five to six um and i don't care about the memory gauge i'm still going to get my effects off Uh, I i don't think the option card itself is too bad I think it is main because the idea is unique and most of the megas, if you're doing it like that, are costing you four, so you're at least giving your opponent good memory. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that a lot of them also then gain the memory back. Or not a lot of them, but a few yeah. of them do that, or they get too much value just because they have an option card under them as well. Definitely. It's um, the fact that 
I feel like ex-antibody, the option card itself, is more the straw that broke the camel's back than it is the, uh, you know, the broken back to begin with. It's kind of like the, the cherry on the cake, the it, icing on the cake. It's the fact they made it a zero cost as well. Instead of I feel like minute. the effect isn't powerful enough to warrant paying a memory for but it, you, honestly. But you've just described why it is, so like... Again, though, I feel like it's I feel like it's the amalgamation of all this shit together that creates the shit sandwich. Individually, they're not as bad, except maybe Cool Boy, but with all of them together, it's just it's painful to deal with. Yeah, I'm actually trying not to crack up at Adam Cohen, but you just said, (laughs) but you just said said it was. It's true. It's um, perhaps me not um, explaining myself properly. The but, other, uh, yeah. the other big one that really annoys me is just Digi's option as a, like as an effect, is, it's a pro, it's just disaster waiting to happen. The fact yeah, that the fact that Green has the ability to run eight or nine Digi's option cards, five of which will cost zero, four of which will cost one, yeah, is insane. Mm-hmm. And then hidden potential discovered still being at one and not being banned, yeah, when it's basically mega digimon fusion but more on steroids now like digi's option was fine when it was just hee hoo hoo i evolve into serismon that's like that lets me use your guys for digi's option even though i've already got a serismon out so what's the point but nowadays it's like ah well i see that you want me to have four bloom lord mons out from one memory and it, it could absolutely yeah. do that yeah again oh, to me like, like you say, Bryce, it is a bit of a ticking time bomb of an effect, but it's the it's the ridiculous disregard for that effect that has made it ridiculous now. So mm-hmm. the, the it actually used to be balanced in a way. Yes, it was strong, but it was balanced in that, okay, I need to have like a rookie on the board. I can't just do this for free. And yes, there is ways to enable that with Mimi and such. But because the deck, um, like Bob says, literally just vomits crap out for free it's not paying the cost for the effect anymore um and there's like cards like hidden potential discovered even though it's limited to one and it's an insane card and you're trying to jam it in most decks i've even seen people making lists for green where they've not put it in in certain scenarios because it's not often you've got two stacks going at once um obviously not in bloom lord it was actually a tyrannomon list i saw recently um, i don't think tyrannomon weighs into it much no, I mean, it's just an example, man, but the, the deck itself isn't going to set the world on fire, I can tell you that for sure. Uh, so totally agree with that first point. Mr. Duckington then goes on to say, EX 2-3 to three as actual set releases seem to be about the health power le- the healthy power level for the game, but neither have had a single bit of impact. There is no point playing a game with a memory system like Digimon if your opponent can generate any memory they need to go off anyway. If you can't choke your opponent or interact with them in any way outside of luck from security, why not flip? Why not flip over your security turn one and best security wins, which is the state the, the game's currently in. Yeah, that and, is um, a really good point. Yeah, well, uh, I don't entirely agree with it saying that EX two and three had zero impact um, on the game because they were too healthy. I do agree that we're currently in a situation where a lot of decks are having to run bomb central. To try and fight the likes of uh, Melga. Yeah. Yeah. I. This is one of the things that I. Why I've been enjoying playing One Piece a lot is because you have interactivity on your opponent's turn, 
you discard cards out of your hand to counter and you can play specific cards that lets you stop getting attacked digimon doesn't have any of that whatsoever it's got no now i'm not saying put hand traps in the game for those that are familiar with it, it basically no. you basically Please just don't. leave cards in your hand and then your opponent's like oh i want to do this and you're like mm, no i discard effect valor so nothing like that ever happens again yeah and stuff like that but i really do think that there needs to be interactivity on your opponent's turn there are cards that have been printed Raidenmon, the the like the the, the non-machine dramon machine guys that have a hand ability so they have the keyword it's they have it ready but i wish that i do wish that there was more interactivity other than i block no continue sorry no that was me all right i have one thing on the interactivity there is a way that they could do it but it depends on how they would do it because they probably do what they do with most of them and make one of them broken yeah, yeah but they could even make megas that have some effect that says like memory bleed or some weird thing where you activate a reactionary effect during your opponent's turn but you pay memory and give them yeah. more memory into their turn with it yeah i definitely there's like certain cards there's very few cards that um say it but another way you can do it to make memory more impactful is okay you can give these digimon bonkers effects but say on your turn you have to pay the effect you have to pay like a cost to proc the effect so like you could go into melga x for example but to unsuspend and bounce you need to pay two memory to do that so you can't just do full combo uh bob's your uncle sally's your dad they've got no security and you've bounced their whole board well they sort of so experimented you just with don't that respect away, they, they sort of experimented with that a while ago when they were like oh um it was a couple of red cards where they were like you when when attacking lose five memory it was the metal greymon or something like that but it wasn't yeah, even, it was just that one to but, three but it wasn't even things like that there was a few cards that they printed where it was like at the end of your turn lose x memory and it guaranteed you that you if you wanted to do this strong effect or what was a strong effect at the time now isn't um your opponent's getting more memory regardless because that effect you cannot remove the lose to memory effect it doesn't yeah. it, uh, memory blocking it doesn't even work because you losing memory is not the same as your opponent gaining memory things like that but then they just mm -hmm. did nothing with it yeah it's um really annoying man i think it's just I, I don't understand it honestly because it's just complete disregard for the power level of the cards they're printing i think they just need to be aware of the actual so like back in the day we mentioned this last time the cards you could kind of understand what free memory would get you right free memory gets you a rookie it'll get you a evolution into a good level five or something like that but now that free memory gets you your level five and it gets you like a pop on board or it gets you a free tamer it, you're getting too much bang for your buck from the memory system now to the point where it's completely diluting the system yeah uh, the other point that Bob said here is the EX2 and 3 sets not having much of an impact. It's um, kind of true, to be honest, with EX3 at least. Like, apart from the support for Bloom Hydra, we've, we've seen very little impact on the meta, and it's a bit sad. EX2 at least had, um, well, I hate them, but they had um, D Reaper. Yeah, so that one at least had I think impact. was pretty impactful, right? Like, you yeah, got Gallimon was, was a good deck, 
Beelzemon became a good deck for like one set. Um, it's just, you compare it to the, because they say it's an expansion set, right? I think they intentionally support underpowered decks in them as opposed to trying to create new archetype city that are going to be tier, tier 2, tier 1. Um, I don't know about that because EX3 specifically, most of it is, other than the green or, and black, mm -hmm. I think the rest of it's mostly new, isn't it? Or a new way of playing an older deck. They don't really support the older ways of playing them. Mm, there is a lot of new decks from EX3, like Lynx Dragon, Dobrik Morn, but a lot of the stuff, I mean, if you want to talk about four great dragons, um, and then there's Examon, but there is like, it's a kind of a good combo of support as well, because you've got like, the Gilmon stuff's pretty good, the stuff for D-Brigade, that's just an alternative way to play the deck, uh, what else did they have, they put the, they gave play from Blue Sources extra support, um, and it literally just had the garbage waymon stuff from before, so there is there is a wee bit of a mix, yeah. um, a healthy mix I would say. But to say that EX3 has shook up the beta is definitely false. Um, though I wouldn't say that's a precedent for all the EX sets being garbage. I think almost two is the outlier because one was garbage. We spoke about that before, but two had a handful of good meta decks on it, I don't think EX1 was ever intended to be meta relevant I think it was just to be like here's these old cards that we're reprinting <laughs> yeah. in the new stuff and I really like the old uh, the designs and stuff like that and the old art throwbacks and stuff like that I tried to make Venom my Otismon work and it didn't work in the slightest so RIP my life but eh. yeah yeah, um, and the final comment from Bob is says it's never going to happen, but cards like memory boosts need to be restricted or banned. Given your search for cards you need and extra memory with no way to interact with it, it's just plain dumb. There's no way around it. They're degenerate to the game and make memory setting tamers basically redundant. Yeah. So we actually did talk about that earlier on. Um, the impact of playing a memory boost tends to be much more instant, and because the game's much more faster, you know, tamers are getting their Pibble turns off by turn three every game really. Um memory boosts are a lot more valuable in this kind of meta and climate we're in. But I think it's wrong to say that memory boosts are broken because yeah. let's say if every deck was playing four memory boosts, man, you run the damn black mouse tumon and you laugh. I think I'd like to see them print the memory blockers for the other three colours as well, and then it's your decision whether you put them in your deck and sacrifice a bit of I don't know tribalness or whatever it is that you're building for the memory yeah. blockers even, or not um, even just taking the danger of paying the three memory for the memory blocker to oppose their memory yeah, like, it's so easy to nook, suspend or just get yeah. rid of or exactly. bottom deck a level 3, I do think that they need to do the, the memory blockers for everything um, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I was going to say man, or they need to give them unique effects, like maybe the black yeah. ones get blocker or the red one can't I, be bounced I, or the Yellow one can't be deleted or something I like that. I really like the um, um, to make them have a bit of I really like the theme they done with the Jessmon and Ragnarod, where they gave them their own specific option. Jessmon lets yeah. you lets you reduce the digivolution cost. And what did the black? What did Ragnarod one do? The black one lets you hard play an expensive yeah. piece. Yes, like I um, want the top cost. Of the deck. like give me more shit like that. Give me a a Shane Greymon specific option. You know, give me it. Well, there is one coming out. Like, give me more stuff like that. That yeah, it's gonna, it's got a delay effect. It's not gonna gain you memory. But if you happen to be playing that specific deck, it's built for. It'll give you a, a bonus or something like that. I don't know. 
give a do a yellow memory boost where it's uh, but it's like search top four for a something and the delay effect is minus something by 1k yeah i think they need to make a better job in general of giving themed option cards to archetypes because i mean you can say something like gaia force is themed because it's got war Greymon on it but you can use that in any dead deck um, a lot of the time, it seems like when they make these option cards that are archetype specific, they're quite ass. Looking at you like uh, Mega Blaster and the card for Chaos Dramon that's like um, Hyper Infinity Cannon, and you can use it if you've got a Machine Dramon out yeah. to de-digibble somebody. Kick. Justice Kick, you know, all these things that are just like generically good. The card, the option cards are either generically good or they're garbage in archetype. I can't really think of many examples of cards that have the Digimon from the archetype on it, and you can only really use it in that archetype and benefit it specifically. Like the new, like yeah. Gaia Force Zero and stuff like that. Yeah, there's they're bringing out a couple of them now. Um, it's just I, I don't understand why. I mean, I think they maybe back in the day I can understand it because they were trying to print generic option cards that would help my local decks because that's kind of used to what the game is about. But now we're kind of focusing towards more tribal decks where all the cards kind of more cohesively build to the same game plan. Um, so they need to start making more fun and unique option cards that relate directly to the theming of the decks. Yeah. I think cool. archetypal is more just the way to go, and they need to do it yeah, more. Yeah. Or give smaller archetypal options. Like next set, we have Hades Force, which I think is a bit of a bad example. Hades Force bit, is going to get overplayed because it's freaking five memory to eat twelve play cost off the board, including Tamers, which used to be uninteractable. Yep. So it's just a bit nuts, man. And I then your Greymon can attack. Exactly, I and also and then your Greymon can attack and it's going to attack your Digimon and blow it up as well in case you wanted to pass the turn once again disregarding the memory system. Um, and again, that used to be something that was more unique to, you know, Blitz and things like that. Yeah. But uh, again, they're kind of going away from that. So, Bob, I think you're pretty bang on the money with a lot of what you said, to be honest, mate. Um, a lot of us seem to share the same opinion and thank you for your comment. I agree. Yeah. What we got a, next? a few, a few things, but overall the ideas were mostly like, yeah, spot on. Agree. Yes. But like, yeah. Keep commenting, like, keep telling us this stuff. Um, uh, if you tell us things that we agree with, we can't discuss it. Um, <laughs> Not as much. So like, this but... is good, good, good soup. Yes, indeedy. Um, someone else probably get the next one, or shall I? Yeah. So moving on to. Uh, another comment from Daniel Garcia I believe you've commented before as well Daniel so thank you very much for coming back to us we appreciate it Daniel says another great episode gentlemen a question for you with no western release date announced as of yet for the reprint set and the disaster that was starter deck 11 in the west do you think that reprinting cards is the way to go for Digimon or should they create new cards with similar effects in the future now we've discussed pretty much most of this but the uh, should they create new cards with a similar effect in future sets is a good example. Um, BT11, Blue Merrimon, and BT3, Lady Devimon. Apart from Blue Merrimon having um, retaliation, whereas Lady Devimon doesn't, they both have the same draw to, trash to effect, but 
uh, as Daniel says, their type, their DP, their inheritables are completely different to prevent power creep. This could help with potential new players to not have to pay high prices for rare out of print cards, but still have fully functional decks and it will be good for collectors because of the uh, value increase of said cards as the years go on and those cards, cards become harder to find. Love to hear your thoughts and keep up the excellent work. Thank you, Dan. Thank Appreciate you very much. Very much. Uh, quick question I need to ask. What is Starter Deck 11? <laughs> I so, just realised. Starter Deck 11 oh, is a Japanese-only reprint of the first red Starter Deck with a couple of extra cards in it. We got it in the box toppers for uh, BT10, oh, I believe. Right. And it was like, oh, here's yeah. a Gammon and then a random ST1 reprint with an alternate art. Basically, what happened in Japan was they went, Oh, we're gonna reprint all the starter decks because they've not they've been out for they're out of print and stuff like that. And yeah. everyone went, No, they suck and they did the first one anyway. Um mm -hmm. and it had a very, very poor um reception to the point where they didn't Aye. give it for us. You'll notice that's why our starter decks go from ten, eleven to then thirteen and fourteen. And no, sorry, nine and ten to then uh, twelve, thirteen or something 12, like 13. that. Um, because there is no starter deck 11 for us. Um, yeah, right, okay. yeah I just had to have that clarified because I was a bit lost there. Exactly, man. So I'll sum it up for you if you're not terminally online in the Digimon space. Essentially, um, this was when everyone was kicking off that the Greymon and Tidy prints were um, random toppers in packs, promo packs in the top of BT10. Right, okay. Yeah. Because those were basically this is the the reason why I think it was a wee bit overblown, right? I don't obviously I think it's pretty scummy the way they did it, but I think it's pretty overblown because essentially the only cards that people play a lot in that that were expensive at the time and hard to get were um Greymon with the security plus War one Greymon. and tie. Yeah. War Greymon as well. Yeah. Yeah. War Greymon. Oh does that that wasn't in the starter deck, that was in BT1. No, but they added a couple of BT1 cards in. Um, as yeah, well. But that, I was... remember pulling one of those Wargreys as a box topper. But yeah, like. Oh, it. right, I didn't know that. I thought it was the. Um, I thought they reprinted the, the crappy. No, it, well, was, it would have made sense it was, as well. The starter deck one that gives you two a security check for every two Digivolution cards. No, it was basically like here's an upgraded first starter deck. And all of the players pretty much went, half of these cards, if not more, are just vanillas and suck. Yeah. Why are you giving us this? Yomon, I'm looking at you. To the point where they, they bullied um, Bandai so hard that Bandai have just went, okay, we will, here's the opposite end of the spectrum. Here's a super premium Beelzemon advanced deck set. And you're like, this isn't the, this isn't the middle ground here, but okay. Still Does good. Anybody oh, yeah, still good. RRP? Does anyone know the RRP for that deck? It should be nineteen ninety nine. Really? That's so cheap for what it is. Uh, I don't know. I think that's really cheap, man, because you're getting you're getting like a lucky pack in it that could get you a pool that's probably gonna refund like the deck price and then some. You're getting oh, really good reprints. That time I opened up a random uh, green starter deck and pulled a Lusamon out of it. Woofed. It was very nice. Money refunded on purchase. I think the starter decks are pretty good in Digimon for value. Like, they always seem to have cards in it that get you, like, a large chunk of your money back. If oh, you yeah, for them. sure. 
um, like the memory boosts were all sitting at like two quid each, and you got a play set at each of them. Yeah, back in the, day. the alt art tamers um, are sitting for a good four or five tamers. pound each, and you're like, but that's the cost of the deck. But everyone, nobody seems to care for some reason, and I'm like, just buy a starter deck, You'll get the things you want. Yeah. A lot of and people more. even say like, "Oh, but I don't want to pay for the starter deck just for them." And it's like you're going to pay more for them if you're just buying them separate. Yeah. So, so sell the rest of it. Works out. It typically works out that because um, most of the time people don't want the starter deck um, stuff because most of it comes as a four of. There's maybe like two two ofs in the deck, and then your promo stuff. So it tends to work out cheaper instead of buying like four starter decks or two starter decks to buy. If you want everything, you buy one and then you buy your extra stuff. Or if you don't want the actual starter deck contents but you want the promo stuff, it does end up working it cheaper to buy the the promo tamers. Like if you want four Davis, for example, four of the old art Davis, it's gonna set you back right now about twenty pounds. But if you wanted it out of the starter deck, you'd be in, you'd end up paying forty pounds and then you'd have a lot of junk that you couldn't really sell. Yeah. So it does make sense a wee bit, but I can see where you are coming from. Um, the rest of that comment, so the starter deck 11 stuff was really annoying to be honest with you. Again, like I said, I thought it was a little bit overblown because um, people were basically chasing like three or four cards out of the whole out of the whole set, but making it inaccessible was just a real annoyance. Yeah. Um, and I think the reason they might have done it as well was because I've covered this slightly before, but in BT10, Bandai were absolutely bricking themselves that it was going to completely bomb in the West because we have no love for Digicrossing or Digifusing, as yeah. it's called over here. Digimon Fusion. Because that completely shat on the franchise over here. Yeah. Uh, when that came out, and then Digimon like went on a bloody hiatus for like eight years because yeah. it bombed so hard. Yeah, I can see why. I started watching Digimon Fusion, and, and then I immediately stopped watching Digimon Fusion because I was so bored. Yeah, it's like the anime wasn't great. No. And there wasn't really any good card games for it. Um, Not a lot even of people any. were really complaining about it. Like, there is, a, there is such a substantial gap with Digimon. Apart from the Digimon MMO, which I'm, I, we should definitely do an episode on it at some point, because I've got a lot you to talk about, about about that game. Um, not all of it's good, but it's a lot of fun, um, I suppose. Yeah, I but I have no memory of Digimon existing for a good period of time. I remember the Digimon World games all the way up to the DS versions, and then I don't remember a single thing up until... Cyber Sleuth came out. Yeah, well, that's literally what happened, man. So there was like a massive hiatus where they just stopped releasing stuff over here, and then they tested the waters with Cyber Sleuth because the game is very Persona-like, and Persona was doing very well over here. They thought, well, let's let's push the boat out. There was a massive community outreach because Digimon became like a niche, um, hardcore fan base thing for a while. Uh, so there was a massive outreach for them to port Cyber Sleuth over. They did. Cyber Sleuth sold really well and kind of relit the fire yep. under the franchise again. Um, yeah. So, anyway, because of that, BT10, they were terrified. Also because in Japan, people were legit quitting the game over Crossheart. Um, so, the, over here, they were like, right, okay, uh, if you buy five boxes of BT10, we'll give you a £15 Greymon all up. And folk went, oh, yummy, yummy, let's, let's buy it. <laughs> and then everyone on reddit cried the end 
as oh. far as like printing cards that are the same but slightly different i really like when they do that um honestly like although the blue Merrim one as bob goes on to say is not exactly the same uh it's slightly it's, better it's, it's similar enough to the point where if i was making a deck profile online and a wee guy commented Callum, I don't have Lady Devimon. What do I use instead? I'd be like, mate, there's an uncommon of that in BT11 you can sub in for that does a very similar job. Um, I think the Merrimon, if you're not playing the what's it what's it called? Mastermon deck. I think the Merrimon does a, just a better job overall. Yeah, retaliation it's, it's as well. got retail oh, got retail tacked on and the inherited gains memory, which is just a bit overall more useful than killing level threes tends to be. Yeah. Like I, I, I think you're gonna get overlap eventually. Anyway, there is a. Yeah. I think we're a long ways off of. Yeah. I think we're a long ways off of it, but there is a finite number of effects they can feasibly put in the game. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I think the overlap is just sort of natural. Now putting it onto two purple level fives is with for the same evolution cost is kind of like. Eh, stop doing that. Maybe give it to Blue or something, but Blue do completely different things anyway, so... But Daniel's point yeah. is more so that it makes it easier for people to get a hold of it. Yeah. De Thankfully, Lady, Lady Devi at least is one of the more accessible it, it, old cards. It also, it also lets people play more of their um, favourite Digimon. Now, I, I don't yeah. care too much about Lady Devimon. I think she's a cool Digimon, um, but I, like I spoke about before, I don't like the way that... All of those Digimon are sexualized. I think it's heavy weird. But yeah, weird. I fucking love the Merrimon line since I saw Demi Merrimon to Merrimon to Blue Merrimon to Skull Merrimon and then it doesn't have a level 6. I love the Merrimon line. So I would be way more likely to play Blue Merrimon as opposed to Lady Devimon purely off of the aesthetic factor alone. And looking at the card art, looks fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. Best by like, Digimon. I'll preach and, all the day. And then uh, I'm sitting here with my Lady Devimon, um, very good art playmat like that. Oh, I want to run Lady Devimon instead because she's very cool and epic. Yeah, and that that oh, blue Merrimon art is from Digimon Cyber Sleuth, um, because there's a boss blue Merrimon that you fight in digital space. Man, so much love for the the funny references in the cards. Much yeah. more. Um, Another way they express their actual love of the Digimon franchise. Yeah. To see it. Yeah. Anyways, I think that sounds like a good wrap up things. point. That is a yeah. perfect place to wrap up. Yes. Well, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Let us know your thoughts in the comments down below. Um, the question of the week is going to be. What do you think about the idea of set rotation? Do you think they should implement it? Do you think it would help the game overall? Or do you think it would hinder it? Uh, it's an interesting topic to be sure. Thanks everyone for watching and thanks for commenting. You will catch us in the next one. See you very soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.